Hi, everybody. I'm Jerry Wicker, the host of the Savvy Beach Bums podcast, which is a personal development podcast focused on exploring the day-to-day behaviors we all engage in that determine the results we gain in our lives. It's where I share simple strategies you can use to help you live the beach bum life, which is a life of freedom like a beach bum without being broke. You can always check out all the latest with the Savvy Beach Bums podcast on our blog, which is SavvyBeachBums.wordpress.com. You can email us at SavvyBeachBums at Outlook.com. And be sure to click subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to the Savvy Beach Bums podcast. And as always, Beach Bums and Mermaids, Live free. Peace. Right now, though, let's get back to more of the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast with my good friend, Royce Bottom. Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey everybody, I want to welcome you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me. I hope you got you a great cup of Joe and you're ready to go. Happy Easter. I hope and pray that you're having a fantastic time for Easter. I know it's a week away, but I want to go ahead and get this episode in and go ahead and tell everybody Happy Easter. Now, Easter means a lot of different things for different people now. I mean, all the kids are getting pumped up. I mean, obviously, around where I live, they're coming off of uh, spring break, and then, boom, Easter's right around the corner. So they get a kind of a double whammy. They've been running around during spring break, and now they get all of this delicious candy, and it gets them pumped up. The parents, on the other hand, they get to get together, uh, spend time with friends and family, be able to cook and eat and, and socialize and do the things that's been kind of difficult to do for the past couple of years because of COVID, but hey, that's long gone. And then the review mirror, they keep saying there's another um, round out there, but you know what? I'm not going to worry about them. Put all my faith and trust into Jesus, but hey, this is our 22nd year in ministry. So first and foremost, I got to thank God for everything he's done. He's doing, and he will do because 22 years ago, he called me into the ministry. Now being a bonehead, I didn't listen right off, uh, the bat. So at first I was a little hesitant, but he grabbed my attention. So here we are 22 years later, four years doing a podcast, two years doing live streaming. God is good. And so what I want to look at today is just look at Easter. I want to look at its origins, how it connects to Passover and what uh, the meaning of Easter could be, because it means a lot of things to different people. Now, as we know, Easter is the celebration of resurrection of Jesus from the tomb on the third day after the crucifixion. Easter is the fulfillment prophecy of the Messiah who would be persecuted, died for our sins and rose on the third day. Remembering the resurrection of Jesus is a way to renew our daily hope that we have victory over our sins. According to the New Testament, Easter is the third day after the death of Jesus on the cross. Now, Easter follows a period of fasting that's called Lent, and many churches set aside this time for repentance and remembrance. Lent begins on Ash Wednesday and ends on Good Friday, the day of Jesus' crucifixion. The 40-day period is established by Pope Gregory I using the 40-day pattern of Israel that Moses and Elijah and Jesus' time in the wilderness. So the week leading up to Easter is called Holy Week or Passion Week, and it includes Palm Sunday, the day Jesus entered Jerusalem and was celebrated. 
And then uh, you have a Thursday, which is the Last Supper. This is where Jesus sat with the disciples and observed the Passover. And Good Friday, this is where he would be crucified. So Easter has a significant uh, date with Christianity, and it is the foundation of the Christian faith. Jesus is the Son of God. He fulfilled the prophecy through his death, which has given eternal life into heaven for all of those who believe in his death and resurrection. So that kind of gives you a little bit of a quick backstory on what Easter is. We all know it's the celebration of the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. Um, We know about Lent. Now, I have to confess, I have to confess on this podcast, I do not observe Lent. I should, but I do not. Um, So there is a lot of people I do know that observe Lent for that 40-day period. God bless them for being able to do that. Um, But it's exciting, especially when we start looking at the the Passion Week, including the, the, the Palm Sunday all the way up to the Last Supper knowing what is going to be happening to Jesus, but we all know what the outcome is, right? So the earliest Christians celebrate the resurrection of Jesus between March and April, if you look at some of the old calendars, the date in the Jewish Passover. So Jewish days are from evening to evening, okay? That's the way they used to run their clocks. So when we're looking at this and understanding this is a Christian um, holiday. Now, you'll have people that'll sit there and argue with you, and they'll say, well, yeah, it may be a Christian, but it's also pagan because you have the Easter Bunny running around. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. The kids love the Easter Bunny, and I'm not going to take anything away from the Easter Bunny, you know? That's just like trying to take something away from the Tooth Fairy, Santa Claus, and all of that. You can't do it. It's something that's been established, but Easter does not revolve around a bunny. It doesn't revolve around painted eggs. What it revolves around is the celebration of, as I said, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus. So that's something that people need to understand and be able to to put in the back of their mind to know that Easter is not about pagan holidays and all of this. There are traditions that we've established. We've established a lot of traditions, and I'm sure you, the the audience, could tell me some traditions that you guys do. But, you know, we all establish that. So how does Easter connect with Passover? And so these are some questions I've always had, even when I was growing up and and learning, and I'm still learning to this day. But the day of, of Jesus' crucifixion, Jesus observed Passover with his disciples. This event is known as the Last Supper. Passover is the time that the Jews remember remember their freedom. All right. They remember their freedom and their exodus from Egypt. During this Passover feast, Jesus told his disciples that the bread represents his body that would be broken and the wine represented his blood, which would be poured out for forgiveness of sins. All right. So the Last Supper is remembered today in churches and religious services through acts of taking communion and sharing of bread and wine to remember the sacrifice of Jesus. Jesus was arrested after the Passover meal while he was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane and he was taken before the Roman governor Pontius Pilate for a trial. But as we know, there's a little bit more to this, okay? They came as a thief in the night to arrest Jesus um, after the Passover and 
they took him and what they were doing is these were the uh, Pharisees and the Sadducees. And what they were trying to do was is put together a trial real quick. They wanted to get a trial put together real quick so they could judge this man because they understood that they was also in the holy times. And then they really couldn't really do those type of uh, court hearings, if you will. So they were trying to do everything they could to to trip trip up Jesus to get him to say something that would cause these charges to stick. But as we all know, and we can look at the Bible, the Bible tells us and, and it shows us um, example after example where Jesus was never put in a corner when questioned. He would always come back out with a question of his own and he always put those people on their heels. And so that's exciting to know that that. Everything that Jesus was doing, they were trying their best to trip him up and to, to get him to, to say, hey, this man is not worth it. He is a false prophet. He's just garbage. But what they really didn't know, they were looking at the true son of God. And so when they took him in front of the Sadducees and the Pharisees, you know, they did this at night and they kept back and forth, back and forth until finally he was in front of Pilate. And, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and tell you, Pilate, he didn't, he didn't want no part of this. All right. Pilate didn't want no part of this. And so he he tried his darndest, I do believe, according to the way the scriptures read. He tried his best to let Jesus go. But the people, now remember, the same people on Palm Sunday that celebrated the Jesus entering the city, the same people doing that is now the same people screaming to crucify him, to scream to put him on the cross. And and Pontius Pilate, he washed his hands of it because he didn't want that man's blood on his hands. And he washed his hands of it. And they went and they they took him up on the mountain, uh, the mountain of skull, as as it's known. uh, And uh, they crucified Jesus. And so Jesus was there on the cross. He was on the cross for several hours. And he was fulfilling the prophecies. He was fulfilling everything that he had to fulfill. Because all the prophets have already... Uh, before him laid it all out and said there is going to come one who's going to die for our sins and and die for our uh, transgressions and all of this and so it's through Jesus we have that victory over sin because honestly if you get down to it we should be dead in our sins we should be dead in our sins because of even the time of Adam and Eve, which sin entered the world, and it's been here ever since. But glory be to God is through the blood and through the sacrifice and through the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ that we have a opportunity to spend eternity in heaven. And some people don't understand that, all right? But John eleven twenty five, Jesus, all right? Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me will never die, but shall live, all right? So we need to have full of confidence that no matter what happens to us on this earth, we can experience that eternal joy in God in heaven. No wonder why so many brothers and sisters continue to praise Jesus, even during the the uh, persecution and the martyrdom that took place after Jesus ascended into heaven. All right. Because Romans 10, 9, it says, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
And that's what it's about, ladies and gentlemen. It's about salvation. It's about taking the opportunity to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's about salvation. It's about knowing where you're going to spend eternity. Because as I said in previous uh, episodes, and I'll say in this one, it's not real popular, but I'm going there. All right. Hell is real. Churches don't like to preach about it. They don't like the um, the message to get out because it may scare the congregation. It may offend the congregation. But I'm here to tell you, hell is real. There is a Lucifer. He has a set of demons. They're running up and down these streets, and they're causing havoc and chaos in people's lives. Just as there are heaven, and there is a God who's still sitting on the throne, and Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father, and he's still alive today. All right? And I'm trying not to digress, but I will digress here for a minute because when we talk about our Lord and Savior, there is a lot of cultures and a lot of different religions that have different beliefs. But I'm here to tell you today, all right, that Jesus is the only way to heaven. Nobody else, no, nothing else can save you and get you to heaven. And, it, and it's, a, it's a lot of confusion to people. All right, because they, they're all about trying to figure this thing out and they think they get it figured out, but they end up being wrong. And so what they need to realize is that Jesus is the only way. And so that's why it's, it's important for us to know this. OK, so when we look at Romans 8, 11, it says, if if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give you life to your immortal bodies through the, his spirit that dwells in you. Okay. So Acts uh, 1731, because you have fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man who had been appointed. And he has given assurance that by raising him from the dead. So we know that Jesus is our answer, all right? So Romans 6, 4, it reads, uh, We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism to, into death, in order that just a Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too walk in the newness of life. Now, that should get you excited, all right? That should get you super excited, for the simple fact is, Jesus is alive. We celebrate this every year. We get to tell the world about Jesus, and we know that that we serve an all-living and all-powerful God. And as I was saying a few minutes ago, when I was trying my best not to digress, it's it's like this. All right, if you want to get down, plain, and dirty about this, here it goes. All right, Muhammad, the Muslim uh, faith, he's in the ground. He's dead. Buddha from the Asian area, in the ground, he's dead. Gandhi, in the ground, he's dead, all right? Um, all of the, the things that the Hindus believe, in the ground, dead. But guess who's not in the ground and dead? The Lord Jesus Christ. Because if you go to that so-called tomb right now, you'll look and you'll see is it still empty today as it was over 2,000 years ago. And Jesus is not there because he's alive, all right? He is alive. We serve all-powerful, all-mercy, all-knowing, all-loving God who sent his son on this earth to pay the price for our sins. Now, doesn't that get you excited? Don't that won't get you excited to the point where you want to go out there and start telling the world about Jesus? I mean, 
it's it's exciting to know that that no matter what, as long as we put our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and we believe that God raised him from the dead and we put our faith and trust in him, we are saved. We are saved. Okay? I just read it out of Romans 9.10. Once again, because you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus Christ and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So if you're listening to this episode today, you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. This is your day. This is your day that you can sit there and claim victory over hell because you've turned your life over and you started following Jesus. Now, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, being a Christian is not, not an easy thing, okay? And I did an episode on what a Christian is, and I really got into details. Being a Christian let me tell you something. You got the biggest mark on your back. And I'm not trying to tell you this to discourage you. I'm telling you that the whole world is watching us. Just like they watch Jesus, they're watching us because they're wanting us to make a mistake. Because if we make a mistake, they can sit there and say, gotcha. You are a fraud. You are this and you are that. Well, here's something else. If you get a chance and you go through the uh, the older episodes that I've done, you're going to run across one that says, uh, about hypocrites, where I talked about being a hypocrite, okay, and that's the ones that, that think they're all of this, and they're they're really nothing, but I'm here to tell you, I am a man who sins daily, who has the blood of Jesus applied to him, but I have to seek forgiveness every day, because there's nothing I can't, I don't do when I get up that, that causes me to sin, it happens, all right, as soon as I get up and put my feet on the ground, I've sinned, in some form, fashion, or another, whether I'm, I'm meaning it or not, I, I have sinned in my life because of my ancestors before me. But here's the difference between me and a lot of those people, and maybe you, if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's because I have the blood applied to me. I have the blood from Jesus applied to me. And so therefore, I know where I'm going once this body is done and it's it's put down in the ground or whatever my family decides to do with it. I know where my spirit's going and it's going home and it's going to heaven. And this is where I'm going to be have the opportunity to spend eternity in heaven with all of the great saints that's went before me. And I get to see every one of them and be able to talk to every one of them. People I may have never met in my entire life, but we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And so I get to go home to a glorious, large family that's growing daily. And I get to spend eternity listening, hopefully listening to everything that that's took place. So it's exciting to know that. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to know that. And so that's what I want for you guys today. I want you to experience that. And if you're listening to this and you are saved, but man, things happen and you got away. Here's the thing. It's never too late. You can always come back to Jesus. It, it's never too late. It's not one of these where, oh, I got away and Jesus don't love me no more and it's all over. No, 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 no. He's still there. He's still there. Just as the prodigal son, if you'll read that scriptures about the prodigal son, Jesus is standing there just like the father with his hands wide open, accepting you, ready for you to come back home. And so this could be your opportunity, all right? This Easter may be your opportunity. There may be something going on in your life that this Easter, being around your friends or your family, there may be something going on, and this is the time that you can take care of it. And this is the time that you can turn around and be able to make things right in the world. 
and be able to find that peace. Because see, that's something else I didn't really get into, but I'm going to touch on a little bit because I don't want to keep too much of your time. But once you have salvation, once you have the Lord Jesus Christ, there is a peace that comes above you and over you that you cannot describe. Now, does the devil try to trip you up? Absolutely. Does the devil try to, to do everything he can to break you down and destroy you? Absolutely. But you know what? I have Jesus in my corner. I have Jesus walking beside me. All right. I got the Holy Spirit upon me. And so with those two combinations and being known that I am a child of God, the devil don't stand a chance. And so that's what I want to encourage you guys today is if you got away from the Lord, here's your opportunity. If you never know him from the free pardon of sin, here's the opportunity. It's not this podcast. It's not these episodes. It's hopefully something that I said that allows you to start that communication with Jesus and start that relationship. That's what I want to happen. I don't know ever want anybody to say that, that, you know, oh, I listened to Royce and, and he saved me. No, 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 no. I, I don't save anybody. That's all for Jesus. All I do is spread the gospel and the good news because that's what he called me to do 22 years ago is to spread the gospel and the good news and tell the world about him. And that's what I want to do. So I want to thank all of you guys. I know that this was a little lengthy and I know it was it was kind of uh, abrupt, but I just wanted to, to get out there and really talk about Easter and, and share what was on my heart, okay? And so I really hope all of you guys are having a blessed Easter and you're going to have a blessed Easter. And I pray that no matter where you're at in life, you know that you can always turn to the Lord, okay? So thank you so much for, for watching. I'm sorry, for listening. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing my, my video. For listening and for supporting this podcast and this ministry. I want to encourage all of you guys, if you don't mind, go to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. You can always listen to the episodes and watch the live streams. Um, but I want you to subscribe, follow, and share. Subscribe to our channels. Follow us on our social media and share us with friends and family, okay? But listen, I'm going to get out of here. May God bless in each and every one of you. And remember, you always start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless.